All right, are you finished with your rap? We can record this thing? Barely. Barely. Who just wolfed that rap down? Ooh, turkey wrap. Let's go. <laughs> All fueled up on tur- turkey wrap. Mm-hmm. This is ready to roll. Treasury or secretary, sir. <laughs> Let's go. Sir, do you want me to run the Treasury or State Department? Treasury. Let's go. Gang, here's the uh, the big news about Logan and myself this week. We both have COVID. You might be wondering why this podcast is dropping a little later than usual. It's not because we're lazy. It is because we're lazy. We're lazy, yes. Also, Ryan got the Rona again. Again. Second round, folks. Not as bad as the first. This guy cannot stay away from the crowds. <laughs> you know what? The Rona loves me. It <laughs> loves me. It loves my weakened immune system and my, you know, lung tissues. It just loves getting in there and having a great time. I thought it was going to be monkeypox, but <laughs> COVID got him first. It still could. Yeah, that monkeypox tender box and that I'm going to uh, attend This soon. is how much I am dedicated to the podcast and to Ryan. We're still podcasting just across the table from each other. Well, but it's been... Five days, okay. four days. CDC yeah. is full of crap. <laughs> How do you go from 14 days to, ah, five is fine? You know, it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, I think their new regulation is just whenever you kind of sort of feel like going out in yeah. public again. Like, just, meh, yeah, you're cool. You know out. what? It's up to you, gang. Just uh, make your best <laughs> call. <laughs> I think they realized no one was doing that. So, plus, uh, you know, you've already spent a little time around me so and our COVID-infected son. So, hopefully, your immunity True. is just up by now. That asshole. Which is where Ryan got it from. Not yes. from some hoe. <laughs> That's not where he from... got syphilis from. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't podcast next week, mm-hmm. the syphilis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did not get it from some metal concert this time. I got it from my child, <laughs> which is a much sweeter and more loving way to get COVID. Aww. Yeah, it was. It really brought us together, the two of us, <laughs> when we had to quarantine for five days with him, and then I had to quarantine for the additional five days myself. <laughs> um, and then I couldn't go on all those dates with Gabby, I and know. I can't go on hometowns with Gabby now. He got kicked off the show. <laughs> Ryan or got kicked off he? the yeah (laughs) just like logan i know yeah i mean we got some messages about that like i guess logan's just gone but i swear he was in previews later i I mean i know they edit in a tricky way like maybe that was just him in like the icu like trying to recover (laughs) from covid (laughs) pack your bags you're going to the hospital Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a look between Nate getting kicked out and Logan just dropping off the face of the planet. Well, I I thought this episode was the most surprising this season. Okay, so that was interesting because you watched it first. I did. And then you told me, you're like, it's there's so many twists and turns. I said there are a couple of really big bombshells that I actually didn't see coming. Yeah, there. I mean, I didn't. Once you told me. That there were bombshells. I think that's part of the problem, too. You're looking for them. I'm looking for them. I don't think I would have realized, though they foreshadowed Nate getting cut just a little bit. We'll talk about that. Like, like in the three minutes before it happened. Okay. When they were like, she's like, I just don't know if I can be a mom. Like, they built up to the decision, I thought. No, yeah, they did. But, like, if you had asked me last week, is Nate going to get cut next week? I would have said, sir, I do not think so. Are you fucking insane, You out of your mind? Yeah. You out of your mind. man. This kid is insane, man. You out of your mind with the Rona? Every reference I make in this episode is just going to be a Hamilton. I know. I already have in my notes Hamilton twice. We can just play the whole Hamilton soundtrack. uh, Eliza joke. (laughs) It's coming. It has to do with Logan. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought there was going to be an Anne Peggy joke at some point. Also make that. And Spencer. 
All right. Ethan, who? <laughs> that guy was, it was time for him to go. He yeah. is not the strongest Consider man in Amsterdam. I'm lucky that you even made it this far, Ethan. <laughs> that guy could not lift cheese for a long period of time. All right. You ready for some shout outs? I'm ready for some shout outs. Are you ready for some shout outs? Are you ready for a cabinet meeting? <laughs> Are you ready for a cabinet meeting? Huh? It's just going to keep happening. Uh, Aim Dame, we'd like to give you a shout out. Uh, she is also baffled by the fact that what, what appeared to be happening is that they didn't even tell the other guys that Logan had COVID. I was saying that seems impossible. That they would have to be like, hey, Logan has COVID. Y'all were exposed to COVID. I mean, I don't know. But at the pre-Rose ceremony, like, chat down, they were like, do you think he's just sleeping? Like, where is he? Well, he's sleeping because he's half dead from COVID. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Are they like, yeah, he's sleeping because he has the Rona? I mean, I bet that's it. I bet they did tricky editing because that just seems even more, well, maybe not even more unethical than renting a cruise ship for 15 people. But up there with that, like, we're just not going to tell you. Speaking of, we did have several listeners uh, send messages confirming that, in fact, that cruise ship is just for the cast of The Bachelor. And they did cancel a lot of people that had reservations. God, so can you imagine? You're like, okay, ready to take our European cruise that we probably put off for three years because of COVID. Not so fast. Jesse Palmer's (laughs) on this cruise. (laughs) We finally get to do that 80th birthday cruise for Granddad we've been putting off. He's been looking forward to it for so long. You know what else? Nope. Rachel and Gabby are here. Then that granddad died, and that's irony. Let's see. We need to give a shout out to Tofu Gestapo. Always Tofu Gestapo. Real pen pals with us. Yeah, she was asking, uh, what's the deal with the guys wearing pendants and pearls? Also, by the the way, the name of my uh, southern blog, southern (laughs) fashion blog. Pendants and pearls. Pirates of pins and (laughs) Yeah, the fashion has been, I would say, interesting from both the gentlemen and the women. I mean, it's Cloak City every time that they uh, do these rose ceremonies, and I'm here for it. Population two. I actually would like it if the next Bachelor would also wear a cloak to every rose ceremony as like well. I feel like Clayton did wear a cloak. I mean, he was, yeah. Point. I mean, he wore that big furry jacket, and he basically kind of sort yeah. of wore a cloak at yeah. some point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there it was, was all a... that could fit around his shoulders, <laughs> it was actually a duvet. <laughs> All right, who else you got for us? I've got, oh, Robin. Robin? Robin. Which one is this? Who has, I love it, it's Robin 3. And she has really taken some Robin initiative. Other Robins, get your shit together. I was going to say, she might be Robin 2 at this point. Yep, she might be Robin 1. Because Robin decided that she needed to do research on Johnny's height. Okay. Uh, Because she believed that he was bite-sized, to quote her. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that description, uh, by the way. A little bit of a snack, yeah. but not oh. the whole meal. Oh, he's a snack. The internet, Robin says, um, tells us that Johnny is 6'3". She also said that she called bullshit on that, and she found another website that said that he was 5'8". 
So she's that still, is a huge she's still on the case. disparity. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Six, three, she or five, needs eight. to follow him to a convenience store mm-hmm. and see what happens when he walks by that thing that they have, like That's the bank or the convenience the store. Easiest the easiest way. way to do this. It's really the only way. You know, this reminds me of what was that podcast called where she solved like pointless mysteries and one of them was like how tall is Jake Gyllenhaal and <laughs> she finally know. got Jake Gyllenhaal on the phone and he was like I'm five eight and three quarters or whatever it was yeah um, but that guy lies well that's the you thing that's why does. that's why it was I mean he's still got Taylor Swift's scarf for yeah. God's sake yeah he's, <laughs> he's still, not gonna tell oh, us fuck the patriarchy <laughs> fuck you Jake Gyllenhaal he was charming that podcast host mm-hmm. like a guest on a talk show that's right but then he didn't show up for that podcast host's 21st birthday. You know, it's supposed to be fun turning 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I knew it wasn't just going to be Hamilton references. It's also nah, it's T-Swift also references. Yeah, yeah. Anybody he, you've seen in Nashville, it's going to be a reference to that. Uh, New Kids on the Block is yeah. next. Oh. <laughs> Hanging tough. Hanging tough. All right. We give a shout out to Molly. Molly and maybe one other person, but I know that Molly for sure sent us some Instagram uh, evidence, I want to say, about the fact that Hayden's dog is just fine. Yeah, this is a huge unfolding conspiracy. It's Rambogate. Yeah, Rambogate. I can't believe that the media, I mean, where's the lamestream media when it really matters? Correct. Why are are we not over this? In uh, (laughs) Del Mar, what is it? Mar Mar a Lago. Del Boca Vista. That's where Trump lives. Yeah. Why are we down in Mar a Lago? Right. Why isn't the FBI on this Hayden thing? Could we get somebody? (laughs) Uh, just checking in on Rambo what if it's a completely different golden retriever oh my god but why would he do that see I don't get why so so go ahead and describe what's going on and then I'll give my take well it's just that everyone's kind of claiming that this dog is fine see I don't get why though he wouldn't be playing up like if the dog weren't okay to be like look at him like oh my god his head head yeah right wrap his head in a fucking bandage and be like rambo oh no (laughs) my rambo (laughs) no not rambo i don't know we need to we need to keep on this yeah let's not let up okay no we need to surround this guys we could send a drone over this guy's house (laughs) 24 7 if any of the robins want to do that just hovering above his home it's really the only yeah the only uh the only we gotta get johnny's height and what's going on with rambo the dog (laughs) right now Whitney sent us a message saying that she is so bored by this season, us too. Um, Same girl. And that she's Same. holding out for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, which is going to be a little later this year. It's going to be, I wonder if they're going to do a little more fallish location, like the Poconos so, or something. weather. <laughs> I would love that. It would be like when Summer House went to Winter House. It was a great move. Great but move. Okay, welcome yeah. Welcome to New Hampshire. Yeah, like, but honestly, like, they should go up and just check out the fall foliage in, like, Vermont or something. Well, it would be for... like when Bachelor did Winter Games. Yes, but there's mm-hmm. there's never been a fall... Well, I guess that one where they went to Pennsylvania, the Nemecolon was kind of fallish. It was. The yeah. Nemecolon was definitely I was fall. getting fall vibes from that. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. They were falls for <laughs> sure. Um, all right. Is that it for the shout outs in your end? Nope. Oh, okay. We there's more. more. Y'all are bringing it with the Insta content uh, lately. Well, Sydney and Nicole both told us more about the cruise ship. Okay. And one more. Oh, Julie. 
Oh, yeah. Julie wanted to remind me, and this was very important, that while I did mention that Michael Schofling uh, was hot in 16 Candles and Mermaids, he was also very bangable in one of my favorite films, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Oh, yeah. yeah horses. Yeah, you, you showed that to our daughter. <laughs> What's hotter than blindness? An old man dying me, under a tree. Let me feel your face to see how hot you are. Uh, That's hot. Yeah. yeah. And she said, did you know that he quit acting at 31 to move back to Pennsylvania and become a carpenter and raise his family? I did know that. And Julie, you are correct. It is very hot. That is so hot. Oh, yeah. my God damn it. Yeah. That is like He's the hottest. Prob- He's the most bangable. That is also the hottest thing you could do is like, I'm going to step away from fame and become a carpenter. Yeah, just work and with yes, wood. Yes, I'll just work, work with, with my wood. hands. I bet you would, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh um, my. That is it for shout outs. Okay, then that's good. I'm glad we're revisiting this bangable 80s list. That's very important. All right, I get to handle a very important shout out this time. Mm -hmm. You got to handle it last time. Those of you who listened to the latest separation anxiety already got this shout out, but it's so important. Sorry, we're doing it again. These carrots. Uh, Yeah, crunch, crunch, (laughs) crunch. This is why this person hates us, probably. Oh, now I need the review to pull up. It's not pulling up. I can't connect. Oh no, I can't connect. Okay, well, let me do our other shout out while I'm waiting for this one. We've also got a shout out to Nathaniel, our listener who was so inspired by the chocolate wrestling date that he submitted this following parody of the mid-2000s YouTube sensation Chocolate Rate. Chocolate wrestling, we are going to walk around this town. Chocolate wrestling, Rachel even has a frown. Chocolate wrestling. That was beautiful, Nathaniel. That was as beautiful. I had no idea what Chocolate Rain was, so I asked Ryan, did Nathaniel just make that song up? Well, let's put a little bit of Chocolate Rain in here right now, and that will actually buy us a couple more seconds to um, pull up this review. Chocolate Rain. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate Rain. A baby born will die before the sin. Chocolate Rain. The school books say it can't be here again. Chocolate rain. The prisons make you wonder where it... All right, gang. Well, that was inspirational, but not as inspirational as this review that I'm about to read you from one Miki93. That's right, gang. Miki, you're still out there. You're still listening. You left us a mean one-star review, and we could not be happier we love it we were so happy to get this review so last time anna got to read it this time i'm going to read it to you and we will again drop some inspirational music underneath this uh so here we go two uggos finally divorce one star that's That's us us. we're the uggos (laughs) listen to two women hating newly divorcees with so little chemistry it's a wonder how they lasted this long Call women uggos and other degrading things. If you see these two on the dating apps, run. Uh, So we already commented on this in the last one. You talked about how happy it made you that this review exists. And I agree. We were delighted to get this review. Guys, as I said in our separation anxiety episode, uh... In this ever-changing world... This topsy-turvy world we live in. It's just nice to have something that I can count on. Uh, Whatever happened to predictability? 
the milkman, the paper boy. And even Miki. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for stealing my joke. What the fuck? <laughs> did you not think that that was where I was going with it? I you thought we were building. Yeah. Yourself? yeah, I did. Right. I had to steal it. Yeah, I had to step on your joke okay. right there. Yeah. <laughs> See, but also predictable that I would steal your joke, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. yes. Uh, but yeah, Miki, to know that you're out, also to have someone that hates us this much to continue to listen and leave these reviews is almost like a form of caring at this point. Oh, I mean, Miki, I'm sorry you're obsessed with us, but you know what? <laughs> to tell the truth, we're a little bit obsessed with you too. <laughs> I'm going to start leaving negative reviews on uh, like whatever glass door for wherever you work. I'd also like to say... Uh, to everyone that left comments on our Instagram post, people went nuts for this Instagram post. Oh, people uh, loved it. We posted the review. We really appreciate all the support for the hashtag fuck you, Miki, hashtag. But it's a movement. It's, it's a, a movement, movement that's overdue in society right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but also we love you, Miki. Yeah, we do. I know you don't like us, but guess what? We don't care. <laughs> also... If you see us on the dating apps, do run because we are in terrible shape. So if you see us out there, have pity. <laughs> <laughs> if you see Ryan out there walking by himself, talking, talking to, to himself, himself. <laughs> he's going through the unimaginable pain of losing me as a spouse and only having me as a podcast host. <laughs> it's really the best of both worlds for him. Working through the unimaginable. If you see him in the street, walking by himself, talking to himself, have pity. Philip, you would like it uptown, it's quiet uptown. He is working through the unimaginable. His hair is gone gray, he passes every day. They say he walks the length of the city. You knock me out, I fall apart. Can you imagine? Quiet uptown. <laughs> it's quiet at my rental house. <laughs> All right, should we get into this episode? I guess so. We're like 18 minutes deep into this podcast. Let's do so, it. So yeah, let's uh, go ahead. This might be a little bit of a short episode, guys, because I just looked at my freaking Microsoft Word and it ate half of my notes. And I would just like to say a big fuck you to Microsoft. Hey, they put that chip in you. Yeah. Well, you know what? You let them put a chip in your body through that COVID vaccine. I hope now... you hear it. <laughs> They're listening. They're monitoring. They're Assholes. Tr- their whole plan is to fuck with this podcast. Had... And Clippy came along and was like, <laughs> I ate your document, Anna. I had two pages of notes and now I only have one. So fuck this shit. Only I have, as you'll see, since I shared my Google Doc with you, I have six pages of notes. Perfect. But the spacing is quite generous. Shall we go to Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. you like smoking the ganja <laughs> that a- was like five <laughs> different things at once that was yeah. a little jamaican a little swedish maybe dutch but maybe. i don't think so <laughs> smoking the ganja <laughs> still not i know right. you do man you want to get high no i think you do man all right so anyways uh the ladies are walking on the cruise ship um, and uh, they're talking about how romantic it is that they're on this cruise ship by themselves. Mm-hmm. I bet it is. I bet it's nice to have an entire cruise ship 
to yourself for 20 individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I guess it sounds romantic, but honestly, that seems kind of like creepy and weird. Sounds like a ghost ship. Well, it does, right? It's like the, what was that one that, uh, I don't even remember that, like famous ghost ship, like the Mary Elizabeth or something. Yeah. yeah. And now I my- believe you're thinking of a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly several Scooby-Doo episodes involving (laughs) ghost ships. Yeah, okay. And Rachel is saying, the guys make me feel absolutely incredible. So here's my sort of global comment on this episode. And I don't know who gets the blame, or if even anybody gets the blame, but like, one week Rachel was down, Gabby was up. Now Gabby's down, Rachel's up. I feel like that was kind of why Rachel's sort of like, reaction to be having like a bad week was seemed a little bit overwrought Mm because it's like just wait a week Rachel like your week is coming like nobody left you this week you know like I know it's a lot of ups and downs all the guys that were gonna leave are finally gone maybe (laughs) for now you're the one who got to push guys away this time yeah but and so I mean on one hand like I'm happy that Rachel had a good week you know I just feel like it sort of put the frustrations in context last week of like this too shall pass. I also you know? think some of it is just clearly just editing. Oh, of right? course. Like they yeah. just have to make it seem like, oh, Gabby's having a good week. So Rachel has to have a terrible Exactly. One, you know? Like was this week really worse for Rachel? I don't know. I yeah. mean, she made it seem like it, this, that this week was better. But mm-hmm. who, it's like we can't trust any of this. It's almost like it's a TV show that's edited for what it wants us to see. It's almost like magician Roby Sobey is running this whole show and everything's Ro- an illusion. You just got Roby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they get one-on-ones this week. Zach gets the one-on-one from Rachel. I thought this week was a little controversial because both girls, despite having multiple gentlemen who have not yet received one-on-ones, both chose people that already had one, which, as we know, is pretty hot topic in the franchise. That is the third rail in this uh, franchise. You don't touch that usually. Mm -hmm. So... It's interesting because here's my question. Do you think that Rachel actually had any doubt that she wanted to meet Zach's family? No. Okay. That's another thing. Like she didn't take that one-on-one as an opportunity to like, I don't know you as well. So let me, yeah. Oh, Ethan, you're still here. Let's have a date and see how it goes. I guess maybe I should talk to you a little bit. Hey, Eh, Ethan, can you lift a lot of cheese? Like a lot of cheese. Uh, um, yeah, so I mean, you're right about that too. Like sometimes they're like, "Oh, I don't know so and so that well," so like, let me use this date to figure out whether I really want them here. But Rachel just wanted to make she out. She just with wanted Zach. to hang out with Zach again and not ride bikes with him. Did you watch that little piece at the end? Yeah, yeah, where they both don't know how to ride a bike. She's like, "It's been forever." How, Rachel? Like, I thought uh, you recently rode a dick bicycle. <laughs> I guess you never forget. Well, also you're, you're supposed to never. And then she like takes off and Zach's like, you're doing it. You're doing, you're doing it. You're beautiful. Fly, <laughs> She's Rachel, glorious. Fly. It's, uh, that's the old saying, right? You never forget how to ride a, is it a bike? Or a bicycle. A, is it a bicycle yeah. or a dick? No, it's a, it's a dick bicycle. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the you same. You never forget. Saying is old as time. That's the how I met your mother joke, like riding a bicycle upside down. Ah. So Tino is a little bit pissed that Zach got the one-on-one. He says he has to go to the gym because he has some pouting to do. Oh, Tino. Tino has some pouting to do this entire episode. And I would describe this behavior as being a baby back bitch. (laughs) Uh, 
Who said that? Ethan. Was it Ethan? I think Ethan said that. I thought it was that. too, and I was yeah. like, Ethan deserves to stay just because oh, of that. Oh, that was so great. It's such a great line. Yeah. One of the best lines. In fact, that's the t- title of the episode right there. Baby back bitch. Baby back bitch. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Pretty great. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. Chili's baby back bitch. See, my inclination was to jump in on your joke, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I let you have the joke because that is the nice thing to do. I'm trying to be a better man in this separation. I'm trying to be the husband that you wanted <laughs> when we were actually married, but just too late. Well, that's great for the next one. <laughs> You're lucky lady. You figured out everything. Oh, she's real lucky. <laughs> All right, Jesse shows up and says, uh, is this thing working? We don't know, Jesse. The verdict's still out. <laughs> no, Jesse, it's not working. Like, why would you think that it was working? Um, Gabby also gives a one-on-one to someone that has already had one, and that person is Nate. And she says that her connection with Nate is palpable, but that she needs to be 100% ready to jump into a commitment because of the fact that Nate has right. a kid. Which is a very responsible adult decision It to is, make. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought that Gabby handled this really well. I mean, long story short, she axes him yeah. because she knows that she's not ready. I definitely thought it was going to be more of a like, um, let me talk to you a little more like let's figure this thing out right but she apparently had her mind made up yeah. and they went to sit on that bench yeah so because it was interesting like their opening kiss was like a lot like it oh, wasn't I mean, just like really yeah it wasn't just him. like a pay it was like let me eat you let's go to the red light district I, I felt bad for Gabby in this moment yeah um, because you can tell that she does really really like Nate but you can also tell and she said like some of it is because of her own relationship with her mom which we know at this point was uh, fucked up I and haven't heard about this have you not? No. Oh, uh, was that the deal? Doesn't have a great relationship with her mom. Oh, interesting. You think she would have mentioned that? This is yeah. brand new information. <laughs> that is brand new information. Um, but that that has made her again take the possibility of you know being a stepmom very seriously, and that she basically just says, um, she said that it se- to lose Nate right now seems both too early and too late all at the same time. That's poetic. It, 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 well, so here's the thing. She handled this a lot better. That is poetic, first of all. From it is. a poet. It was I'm good. I'm not even yeah. being sarcastic. Yeah. I actually thought that was a really unique way to put it. And yeah. I was like, God, oh, that's accurate. Yeah. Well, and I thought she handled this better than Katie who was just like, I'll be making the lunches for everybody. Like, do you remember that? There were some guys that had kids. And that happens a lot of the time where you can see that they're just giving like a flippant, no, it'll be great. Yeah, like, like, I love kids. Not only that, but it was one of those things where it was like, can you handle being in an interracial relationship with a kid? And, and Katie was like, like yeah, sure, great. I'm a mama bear. Yeah. Whereas Gabby is like, Actually, this is no. very serious. <laughs> I need to take this seriously. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I felt it was one of those things that was like, say, it wasn't anybody's fault. It was a mature decision. Yeah. I will say, so Gabby said, it's not you, it's me. And Nate said, it's not you. And she was like, it is. I know. And it's so cliche. If it's anybody, right. it's me. Oh, yeah. I thought of the Costanza thing immediately. And uh, Nate, Nate, I'm sure, right, knows all right, that. George, right, George, it's you. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. You're giving me the it's not you, it's me routine? 
I invented it's not you, it's me. Nobody tells me it's them, not me. If it's anybody, it's me. All right. George, it's you. You're damn right it's me. Oh, but yeah, I'm sad to lose Nate. Um, I wouldn't guess that we would get a return from him. Maybe he'll be on Paradise. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, I like Nate a lot. I think that he is a good bachelor candidate. Oh, I like um, it. Single dad. Single dad. I mean, it I all might comes... apply for that. JK. <laughs> <laughs> I already have two kids. Uh, yeah, Nate. I'm, I'm really ready. not looking for any additional kids. <laughs> but I'm ready for that dick. I understand Gabby because when she says she's not ready to be a stepmom, I thought, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Same girl. You keep Same. your kids to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's basically all yeah. I have for Nate. I mean, yeah. R.I.P. And, Nate, we hardly knew you. And ye. Nate handles it really well. He's like, when the time comes, I know you're going to be a great mom. Yeah, Just make sure you sweet. choose somebody who picks you. And uh, Gabby says the way he handled everything makes me want to be with him more. Again, I just I liked him more. After Takes this. a lot for a dude to carry off a p- pearl necklace, too. Just saying. Oh. A lot for a dude to carry off a pearl I mean, necklace. It's a specific yeah. situation. It's a specific look. It really is. I didn't even notice the pearl necklace. That was a last, a previous episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not paying attention to the various necklaces yeah. these gentlemen yeah. are wearing. Though just uh, some of Logan's like chokers and whatnot. Rachel and Zach? Rachel and Zach, Seeing yeah. Seeing the tulips. Yeah, so um, she picks, they go to a tulip field. She picks a tulip, a tulip, and says, "Will you accept this tulip?" Jesus I don't think she's supposed Christ. to to pick these tulips. I don't think that they're there for the picking. Oh, I think really? that they're there. I would imagine they want people to look at them and they don't want assholes coming through and picking them all. Uh, like, I think these are here for like three weeks out of the year so that you can see them and some <laughs> dick comes along and takes one. Yeah. Yeah, but no, but it's irony because normally it's a rose, but this time it's a tulip. <laughs> that actually should go in Alanis' song because it is not ironic. It's just a different flower. Um, I have two quotes from them okay. on this date. One of them says, oh, you think you're goofy. And the other says, oh, you think you are. <laughs> and my note is just, they're so dumb. <laughs> well, just like this is one of those. It's like the same one as last time when she, who was that? Where she was like, he's so crazy and silly. And he mm-hmm. was just like catching chocolates <laughs> in his mouth. And that's, He's wild. He's just so wacky. Like, again, that's. Fine, like that's the level of goofy yeah. that they both want. Like 100%. we barely can ride bikes. I feel We're like goofy. Zach and Rachel are very well made for each other. Yes. Yep. They uh, buy lemonade from those little Dutch kids who did production make them like go stay. Like who was? There's no one else around. Like these Dutch kids are selling lemonade. That's just what happens in Amsterdam. <laughs> also, that uh, lemonade was laced with weed. It was there was so much weed in it. <laughs> uh, they see the windmill and who's there but pilot pete with his dick out <laughs> he had just fucked somebody 12 yep. times in there he's like hey guys come on in yeah come join me in the windmill yeah if there's a windmill <laughs> wherever a windmill is turning pilot pete is fucking inside so i feel like rachel and zach just don't really talk about any specifics except when zach talks about how he uh was 85 pounds heavier at one point uh, he's fat. He's a fatty. He's fat. He's a fatty. <laughs> now, see, this is the kind of thing that Miki uh, gets mad at us about. I don't mean that offensively. It's a you've got mail quote, so I, I have to I understand. I already embedded the quote I know, in. so I, I have, already embedded the quote. I can't have someone talk about how they used to weigh 85 pounds more without that Tom Hanks quote. 
I, I mean, you probably could. No, but I just you can't. probably could. I but can't. anyways, remember when Frank thought that you were the Unabomber? <laughs> <laughs> now you're just throwing. I mean, you were all over them. This is just like Anna's greatest hits. Of you quotes. don't care that he's so fat <laughs> that they have to come and remove him from his house with a crane. And that you would don't not. Care. That would not fly these days. That level of body shape. No, it wouldn't. And then you've got male recap. Nor should it. Nor should nor it. should it. Except when you quote it here in our podcast. It's. I have to quote it. It's a physical impossibility it's, right, for me to not. You cannot stop yourself. Yeah, I, As someone who. I can't help myself. Jesus. <laughs> I can't help myself. Oh my God! So you've listened to the entirety of "You've Got Mail." Now we can get back to this show. We didn't even this mention. This is where my notes end, so I just have to start interjecting. Just, you've got mail quotes left and right. Um, so we didn't even mention the hot tub among the tulips, the wooden hot tub that's I'm sure windmill powered. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Zach talks about how he used to weigh 85 pounds more than he was now. He wasn't happy. He didn't love himself. So this was interesting because he says. I needed to make sure that I myself became whole to love someone else. And You're whole if you weigh right, 85 yeah, pounds more. Zach. Correct. I mean, for so whatever, you know, people have I get body the goals. thing of like, I had to learn how to love myself before I could love someone right. else. I do get that. But yeah, yeah that a, was my reaction dicey. too. Well, and also it's just like, you do what you want with your body. Like, I'm not also not shaming him for losing weight. Like, yeah. do whatever you want. But like, that love doesn't make yourself, you unlovable. right? For what? And also, yeah. that's just another one of those things about the bachelors. Like, they they would never let Zach on this show if he weighed yeah. eighty five. It just yeah. never would happen. Yeah, you know. And that and like, oh, but the happy story is he's super thin he and muscular and now. now. He can find right love. now, he's lovable. Yeah. So there's all of that, and it was you know, and I understand why he would want to talk about this with or like with a romantic partner. Mm. It just sets up. So it's the same thing as Gabby being like, I'm not your typical bachelorette. And I get it, but I'm it's funny. like, yeah, like yeah. I'm quirky and we're like bare, you know, yeah, like, yeah. anyway. No, I, I mean, agree. I agree. And they have a nice conversation about they it. They both talk about going to therapy. therapy. I feel like yeah. this is a very therapy, like pro-therapy uh, season. Well, you know, that's happening more and more. And I do think that that is a generational thing. Like I think, yeah. for, I think for this generation, like therapy right. is like going to church Because or do you remember like um, there was one bachelor, it must've been, who was the cowboy from like Austin? Brad Womack. And he had gone, he had been the bachelor and then he didn't choose anyone. And like, because of that, they like made him have That's a right. therapist on the show. That's right. But they acted like it was a huge deal. Right. That like and something was wrong with him. Yeah. Yes. And now I feel like they're all just like, yeah, of course I go to therapy. Yeah. No, that's a great comparison. Cause it's like, they treated it like this guy is so broken. We have to get a therapist <laughs> We have to get a therapist here. in Right. Here. Can you imagine? And now it's just like, yeah, I go to therapy. Rachel's like, I go to therapy. He's like, I do too. Like they both talk about it just sort of like it's normalized which is great um and i do think that's a generation thing of like this people this age are just like yeah cool like what are you doing with your spacing on your notes <laughs> oh just i'm all over the board i know yeah all right so zach gets the rose i would just like to say that this point in the notes i'm shifting over to ryan's yes so if my podcasting goes down downhill it's that's my why. fault because his first fault. note is gabby is walking around sad well that she is walking around sad is that an inaccurate note i did what think, do your notes uh, say about this part of the show <laughs> god damn it clippy <laughs> i got foiled again by 
Clippy the paperclip. My arch nemesis, except for Miki. You know? Clippy's going to leave us a bad review. <laughs> the guys come in and definitely support Gabby big time. And I thought that was really yeah. sweet. Like, none of them were like, all right, a front runner is gone. They right. were just like, this sucks. Right. And I think they real and it seemed genuine. For too. sure. And I they- love Gabby's guys. Yeah. yeah. She definitely. I mean, obviously uh, not Spencer, but that guy's gone. Right. But um, no, it's, it seemed genuine and they genuinely were like, that's a hard thing to do. You made the right call if you weren't. And I agree. Like, if you're like, do I want to be a stepmom or not? You're probably not ready. And that's okay. Yeah. 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 It's not like, let's give it a whirl Especially and see on how a this TV goes. Show. Yeah, correct. Especially with someone you've known for about 10 minutes. So they are going to have a sex date. <clears throat> a sex date. Yeah, so they go into a room where a they love doing this thing where it's like, all right, this person's dimly lit. What's happening in here? And it's like <laughs> What's some... happening is you're all getting whipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they were super awkward about this date, I thought. Yeah, I feel like other than Johnny, who was like way into it. <laughs> Johnny's like, I'll have sex with both of you right now. Let's do it. Get undressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 5'8 or 6'3, doesn't matter. <laughs> well, who wants to guess how big my dick is? It's a, That's the internet's biggest mystery. So Gabby says, today we're talking about bleep, knocking boots, bleep, So I panky, was questioning panky. what the second bleep Correct. was because I figured the first one was fucking. Sure, right. What's the second bleep? Was it uh, fucking again? I yeah, I, that's why I brought this quote up. Because then she says, hanky panky, also known as sex. Huh. Yeah. Listeners, give us your best guess as to what the second What fills in was. that second bleep? Fornicating. Yeah. <laughs> so she, the woman, the Amsterdam sex woman, that's what we're going to call her. Susie. Uh, so, okay, Susie. Says that uh, she asks, how many of you know how to treat a woman in the bedroom? Zero. Yeah, I mean, I would not raise my hand for no. that at all. I feel like even, well, I did like that some of them were like, I thought I did. Right, like that half-hearted <laughs> hand raise, yeah. Where's the clitoris? <laughs> like, the what? Oh. They um, they yeah, did ahead. bring it with the safe words for sure. Albuquerque, asbestos. Pumpkin. Those were excellent yeah. safe words. Oh, they I, really I mean, brought I it. I enjoyed this date, even yeah. though it seems like the guys weren't really. <laughs> right. Well, so Susie asked Jason, Jason, do you enjoy giving bleep? And Jason says that this is one of his worst nightmares. I mean, Just the I, date in general. The, the date in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume that this was some sort of oral sex question. Was that not your assumption That's what as I well? Assumed. Yeah, yeah. I assume. Which that was my like. He should have been like, hell yeah. Do you call it giving head if it's a man? No, I don't believe so. Right? I, think I didn't you, think yeah, so. Right? That, that is not. I don't think that's I correct. If it was Urban dictionary. Cunnilingus. <laughs> Again, you can't say that on TV. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Do you enjoy eating pussy? <laughs> okay. That's what okay, Susie asked. Enough. Oh, that's so inappropriate. Albuquerque. <laughs> um, Johnny has to say how many women he's slept with, and we are to believe that it is more than 30. We are to believe that it's upwards of 100. Oh, 100 women. <laughs> hey, you know what, Johnny? I mean... You do you. What, he lives in Florida? You do everybody. He's just down there living his best yeah, Floridian life. That's a Florida man in action right there. Uh, but Gabby appreciates that he's leading the way with all the other guys. Spencer is an army guy, yeah. so this date, I believe, is also his worst nightmare. Yeah, he just looks awkward He's a little time. out of his comfort zone. Yeah, he doesn't quite know how to fold these bed sheets. He right. doesn't quite know the protocol yeah. here. Um 
They do nipple clamps. They do whipped cream. They on have the to lie in a circle, and they're all masked. And Gabby gets to just kind of have free reign. Sure, on over them. their bodies. Yes. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, okay. Imagine if they did this date with women. Oh my and it was god. A man. Yeah. They, again, this. I don't. I'm not mad about the double standard, but it exists. It's definitely. It exists. Yeah. Would you? So here's my question for okay. you. You're Gabby. Sure. Would you enjoy that, or would you find it bizarre? I would find it awkward. Awkward. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like not even one person at a time. Like I feel like it, those are awkward dates when it's like let's eat whipped cream off one person. I feel like any date where there's like sex stuff involved is gonna make me feel awkward right well me too again but i i'm not uh, a person who should be on t- i'm would be awkward <laughs> in any date situation <laughs> i will say with those so they have that little like tickler thing and i actually feel like that was a little bit more like erotic than they usually let them yeah, get yeah. you know it's like kind of tickling up you know like it was a little oh, that when in amsterdam well, i guess you go all europe. the way out That's right what happens yeah. when the bachelor goes to europe this right? is like a first date thing i mean they already had that gross kissing makeout date so now they've got to up the ante a little bit uh-huh yeah so um this date was uh kind of sexy a kind of awkward and kind of funny at the which same i time. like i like a date like this where it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's it's awkward, but it's also really funny. And and yeah. you could see that the guys were having fun, but also did feel awkward. Right. <laughs> so also, I think that you and I can probably agree, this is fair, that this date went better with Gabby than with Rachel. Do you think that that is a fair... Well, assumption. that the group date or? Yeah, that, no, no, that if Rachel would have been in this if situation. If Rachel had been on the date. Gabby was the right oh, choice for, for this sure. date. for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it says something that Rachel got the flirting date. Yeah, right. Like, the, the guys are going <laughs> to kiss their hands date. Yes. yes. I agree. I think those choices <laughs> Meanwhile, were Meanwhile, Gabby's like, everybody strip down. Right. I'm going to whip you. Put whipped cream on your nipples and then I'm going to whip the whipped cream. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we learn bombshell number two. Huge, huge bombshell. Guess who's got COVID? Ryan Weber <laughs> and Logan. Guess who's spreading COVID around a cruise ship? Logan. Guess who's spreading it to his wife while podcasting? Ryan. Honestly, I'm shocked. We both said this, that it took this long for somebody oh, yeah. to have to leave because of COVID. Yeah, no, I am surprised because I know they you like hunkered down for a couple seasons, but with Clayton's season, they traveled around yeah, all, over the like all over the place. Yeah, all over the kissing world. their own hands, yeah. <laughs> slapping each other with fish. I mean, this is a Lifting petri dish. <laughs> this is a petri dish for COVID. <laughs> so Logan has COVID. And what we essentially learn at the end of the episode is that, to our knowledge, he's just gone. Yeah. They pushed him off the cruise. <laughs> Swim home. Yeah. yeah. He's donezo. He got put in the last lifeboat, a la Titanic. <laughs> it's him, Billy Zane. <laughs> Jesse was fiddling on the deck. That's actually something else he can do besides speaking French. He can uh, actually fiddle. Uh, Mr. Andrews. <laughs> um, Jesse is rearranging deck chairs on this cruise ship. <laughs> Uh, guy, I'm sorry, Rachel's group date is cheese. Cheese lifting. I love cheese. Oh, I'd yeah. be all in on this date. But I, it didn't appear that they actually ate a lot of cheese. They just weightlifted They just weightlifted it. cheese. Yeah, I'm curious, actually, how much that cheese weighed and how much. I could not lift as much as uh, Tino. It didn't look difficult, but it obviously was. Yeah, if you have all, to like, hold struggling. it there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's got to be 50, 60 pounds of cheese probably, right? I like it that you write some of your notes in all caps. Well, is those, that like, I really need to make this? 
this point. No, that means that this is a Ryan observation and not something oh, that happened in the show. I like that. So that way I don't say like, Rachel said she's having a great week. Like, that's You're me. Like, this is me. Yeah, this it's is me. It's an interesting yeah. system. Yeah, it's, but that way I, I don't I like get to confused. just take notes and then have them disappear. Have the computer eat them. That's you know, my we, system. we have our different strategies for this. <laughs> it's fun to see how different people approach this. Uh, the cheese weightlifting competition is won by none other than Tino. Tino. Who showed up from the frozen embryos practice <laughs> just in time to lift all this cheese. It came down to him and Ethan. And Ethan dropped his cheese a second earlier a than Tino. God. Second. I was rooting for Ethan. I liked Ethan in this episode. It became very clear to me that he was not staying. But yeah. I actually think that Ethan is really cute and funny. I actually think Ethan is a perfect paradise yeah. contestant. Because like agree you'll with get that. to know him more. He's gonna be fun. He's gonna be like I, th- I think he's going to have a little bit more of an opportunity to shine yeah. on Paradise. I agree. Um, yeah, so they um, they go, so some rough patches. See, this is, I don't understand what my, oh, oh, I know what this means. Okay, so this, she's talking about meeting yeah. the family. Yeah. Yeah, my so, notes are not that great correct. this week. Yeah, correct. I think the COVID brain <laughs> fog had already fog. set in. So Avon talks about how the, the women that he's brought home have like had a few issues with getting along with his parents. Uh, maybe it sounds like kind of one with his dad and then yep. one with his mom. And then Tyler says that his parents said, if you bring another person home and she's not the last person you bring home, don't bring her. Tyler's like 22. Also, uh, Jesus Christ. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, of course. Like even, I mean, let's be honest. You might get married and it might not last. Like, you might bring somebody else home Don't to your parents bring her someday. Home. <laughs> like, um, I wasn't the last guy that you brought home, probably. Uh, I mean... I'm not bringing anybody else <laughs> Um, I have a theory about Tyler. Okay. That he's a secret asshole. I feel like okay. he's like... And I actually think after, the, after this episode that Tino might be, too. Yes. I feel like Tyler's putting himself out there too much as, like, the perfect the perfect guy like i'm just a nice guy yeah i'm your all-american guy correct i feel like tyler has a dark side that Uh we're about to see in like a lifetime movie style fashion right hopefully not that dramatic but uh, who plays rachel in this candace cameron candace cameron sure candace cameron burr i believe and then fred savage would be tyler and honestly really preparing for that role with his bad set behavior on the wonder years reboot correct yeah he's he's ready to go (laughs) he's really gone method on this whole thing (laughs) Oh, man. So um, Rachel says, uh, oh, uh, Ethan, I did like Ethan, but he was like, I know family's the most important thing to you. And I kind of want to say family is the most important thing to me, too. Well, big, bold statement, Ethan. Like, oh, you like family? Me, too. Like, it just felt like he was like, oh, yeah, I, I also love my family. It feels like what I would say in this situation. Like, oh, yeah, family's yeah. the most important thing to me, too. Well, I like how he phrased it. I want to say that, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> also, he kind of wants to say it. He doesn't really want to say it. So the rose goes to Tyler and Tino throws a fit. The strongest man in E-bomb is not, uh, <laughs> the cheese king of E-bomb is not as strong as you think emotionally. E-bomb? E-bomb. 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 Edom. Edom. Okay, hold on. I think, I, oh, Edom. I have it right up here. And <laughs> it's a now type I of have, cheese. Yes. Edom. <laughs> what do you do with those cheeses? You eat them. <laughs> you e-bomb them. <laughs> Tino really e-bombed this date. 
Uh, Tino said that he literally crushed it today. Not literally, Tino. Come on, you dipshit. You actually did the opposite. You yeah. did not crush the cheese. You lifted it. Yeah. And um, that's when we get Ethan's classic, Tino's acting like a real baby back bitch. Did he coin that? I love it. God. Copyrighted. Like if he, yeah, Matt, trademark right that shit. Yeah. And we'll have to pay him like a nickel every I want time a tank say top it on that this says show. Baby back bitch. Baby back bitch. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> And Tino's like, this is a fucking joke. This really makes me wonder if I'm not seeing things clearly. So I do feel like what we're getting here is a case of the Greggs. I mean, this is basically, at this point, has become kind of a show archetype. Which one was Greg? Greg was the one who threw a big fit about um, Katie. Oh, yeah, 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 it's right. It's these guys, and the girls do it too sometimes, but I do feel like it's actually more of a guy thing where they're like, I'm giving everything to you, and if you're going to give the rose to someone else, that basically means that you're not here for me, even though there's still six guys right. here. Well, like, also, like, of take course... Take a seat, Tina. Of course you're going to get a fucking rose, Tina. Like, yeah, of course you are. They made the some suspense. Like, is he going to get a rose? Of course he's yeah. getting a rose. Like, yeah, he's getting the rose. But it just makes you look bad that you're yeah. throwing a big fit about it. Like, right. take and, it easy, Tino. And the next day, he had kind of calmed down. He had, and I do get, like, it's that heat of the moment sure. thing. Um, because I feel like even wasn't that part of Greg's deal was that he was like bitching about it to the producers. Yes. Yeah. yeah and Tino sounds... doesn't go that far. Right. Though maybe he did. Cause who was he bitching to? He was bitching to somebody. Yeah. But it didn't like, he didn't get his, I feel like Greg got pissed. Right. Right. I do appreciate Ethan the next day was like last night we took some disrespect to you walking off. Mm-hmm. Like he confronted him, but not in like a super angry way. Just yeah. like, Hey, that was, that wasn't cool, dude. Don't do that. And to his credit, I do feel like Tino also was like, it's just hard, but like, I felt like he was apologetic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought this conversation was pretty mature. To Tino's credit as well, he was wearing a furry jean jacket. I loved it. I know you did. He's wearing that to band practice. Yeah, I'm sure that you, uh, that you liked this quite a bit. I did. Yeah. I don't mind Tino, but I did not like this behavior. No, no, not at all. Yeah, not at all. All right, so we let's go ahead and do the roses. Let's um, do we it. We very quickly should mention that Spencer is a graduate student. He's an MBA. Oh, okay. That's so not a graduate student like us. Not a grad student who's going to be poor yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have money. Someone, someone who's studying something useful. <laughs> so in that sense, barely a grad student. Uh, yeah. All right. So <laughs> here we... Oh, and I also love Johnny was like... If Gabby were to look at you and ask if you accepted this rose, I think you know. She's saying, I want to continue this. This is going in the right direction. I would love to meet your family. Well, yeah, obviously, Johnny, that's exactly what it means. And it also reminded me of that Michael Scott thing where he's like, Ryan looked at me and he was like, I got you, dude. I just can't I say it. I love you yeah. and I need you and right. I miss you and you're everything to me. Right. And <laughs> it reminded me of that. But there was this twinkle in his eye that I picked up on which said, Dude, we're friends. I'm doing this for appearances. I am the big boss now, and I have to seem like an ogre. But you know me, and you trust me, and we like each other, and we'll always be friends. And I would never take you for granted in a million years. And I miss you, man, and I love you. His words. And I've fucked over a hundred women. <laughs> All right. All of Gabby, them Floridians. Gabby getting up. Shh, please. Hardly. No, Johnny's got <laughs> a girl in every port. That guy's got hoes in different area codes. Uh, Gabby gives her roses to Eric, Jason, and Johnny. Logan is waving from the lifeboat. 
<laughs> Don't forget, forget me. me. He's actually floating on I a door and he's about to sink yep. down. Yeah. Johnny and then he and then Logan refuses to make room for Spencer and Spencer <laughs> just freezes to death. Spencer freezes and not like, no, I need this whole door. I need it all. So Spencer gets cut. Um Rachel gives her roses to Avon and Tino. So that means Zach and Tyler already have roses. Yes. So there are our hometowns. Yep. Zach, Avon, Tino, Tyler, Eric, Jason, Johnny. Yeah, and this is going to be... Is that right? I think that's right. Because Nate doesn't get one. Yeah, Jason, John. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm making a call right now that Logan worms his way back. I think so, too. There's got to be a a re-return. Yeah. Oh, he's that guy's coming back. Yeah. Um, All right. So, yeah, that's our recap for this week. I have an apology to make. Um, Is it to me? Yeah. Well, it's to you for stepping on your joke. Everything that I did in our marriage. Well, yeah, I'm sorry for the 13 years of marriage, just the whole thing. For stepping on your joke. A lot of it. At, at minute 15. <laughs> and also, most importantly to our listeners, in the separation anxiety, I was supposed supposed to put Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy oh, yes. as the closing song. And then I just edited it wrong and put the wrong thing in there. And it st- like it was going to be a perfect edit. It and confirmed I messed it up. my decision to go into this separation. Honestly, I agree with that. Yeah. The, the judge would agree with that too. I mean, I think it, <laughs> your, your lawyer has a very strong case you're divorced (laughs) uh but i apologize so better late than never here's that terrible song That's what she said in the back of my truck bed as I was getting 
buzz gonna suds out on some backcountry road. We were flying high, fine as wine, having ourselves a big and rich time. And I was going just about as far as she'd let me go. But her evaluation of my cowboy reputation had me begging for salvation all night long. So I took her out gigging frogs, introduced her to my old bird dog and sang her every Willie Nelson song I could think of, and we made love. And I saddle up my horse, and I ride into the city. I make a lot of noise, cause the girls, they are so pretty. Riding up and down Broadway on my old Scott Leroy, and the girls say, Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody says, This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.